0: Welcome to the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast, where hosts Dan and Angie talk with creatives, small business owners, charities, and all kinds of
1: interesting people. It's all real talk. It's all fine and dangy.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the show today, this evening, this morning, whenever you're listening, you know. We appreciate each and every time that you tune in and see what's going on here at the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast. I don't know if we can call it the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast today, though, because we are doing something that we've never done before. And I have a guest co host today. Welcome, guest co host. Hey, hey. Can anybody (laughs) recognize that voice? Can you? Can you? That is Mindy, Mindy Fox from Vixen.
2: By Fox Labs.
0: There we go. You got it. (laughs) I was going to say Vixen Soaps.
2: (laughs) I probably should have named it Vixen Soaps. Yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: okay. So of course you have joined us on the show multiple times, and you are my co-host today. So exciting! So if if Mindy is my co-host, I wonder who is going to be in the guest chair this evening. It, it seems so quiet dun, in the dun, background dun, in my dun. ears. Like, does it, don't you
2: feel like there needs to be music in there because you don't
1: have your co host who's chiming in the whole time. With
2: oh. Do you want me to talk more? The I nas- can talk more. With I your mean,
1: nasally voice, with his nasally voice. Yes. I meant me. She doesn't have me chiming in because I'm talking all over her half the time. <laughs> I have
2: to I'm go, just
0: letting Whoa. her do her thing. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> can I get a word in here? Jazz.
1: So who I is say your, it just like that. Who is your guest?
0: <laughs> my guest is Daniel Fox and...
2: Flying Fox Shots.
0: That's right. So Daniel Fox, Mr. Dan Fox, he has started a company called Flying Fox Shots, and it is a drone business. Very exciting.
1: Indeed it is, yes.
0: And of course, me and Mindy have all sorts of interesting questions for you so not to put you on the spot but we're gonna make you really dig deep and answer some stuff for us
1: i love that i'm also the producer of the show so i can edit (laughs) anything
2: out. (laughs) i even cheated and asked a friend who also has a drone business oh i love it and asked him to help me with questions oh Oh, my
1: gosh this is great
0: well first of all like just for the audience let them know like okay they get it you have a drone but kind of like walk us through what could what types of pictures or what type of services can you do with a drone business of of
1: course so um yeah i have a couple drones um and i think people get drones for like recreational purposes yeah and i'm banging the table too a little bit yeah i was gonna say hey
0: mr guest there calm down i'm just (laughs) about everything
1: i'm talking about (laughs) um but um So, you know, you can do it for recreation, but if you're going to fly drones for any kind of business and the FAA is super strict about this, but you can't like I couldn't film something for you, for your business for free and give it to you because it's illegal and we'll both get fined and they're starting to really crack down on people. They're cracking down on YouTubers even, because if you make money from a YouTube video, uh, it's really interesting too. And the, and the laws and the rules get really crazy, but I got my government issued FAA-issued pilot's license, uh, 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 drone pilot's license. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you know, but for the Mm -hmm. listeners, there's a lot of stuff you have to learn. You have to learn how to read like airports and um, not just airspace codes and how to read the maps and all that stuff, but you also have to learn how to read like runways and all kinds of crazy stuff in case you're doing work near an airport. Um, But the kinds of photos and videos that you could use for a business... Everyone knows about like real estate. Super popular for real estate. People do aerial shots of the outside. But now, and I have a drone that will do this. You can also do the videos you may have seen where you start outside, you go through the front door, you fly mm, yeah, through the I've house.
2: That was kind of one
1: questions. of your questions. Okay. Yeah. But see? so you I have a,
2: answered it all. Have <laughs> We're done. We're that's done. It. Podcast I a, over. <laughs>
1: I have a drone that will do that, and that's really neat for businesses too. Now, because of the rules and the laws, and I am by the book, but you know, you can't. Do it with people in there unless everyone has signed off on it because God forbid something happened with the drone. But you know, if you want to give a tour of your business or or anything like that, you can do indoor drone flight. For outdoor drone f- flight, it's good for any kind of business that has a beautiful piece of property or a beautiful building or whatever, and just like panoramic shots of yeah. you know um, like, even even in like recreation. For me, you know, you've seen me take shots over the lake. People sometimes don't realize that the, uh, I mean, you could really print and frame some of these shots and hang them on your wall. They're beautiful. Mm -hmm. High resolution. Oh, yeah. Good stuff.
2: Yeah. Of course they are. (laughs) So,
0: uh, yeah. So on your website, you have a little thing that says for a different point of view. That's it. I like that because that is like, you know, you're not always getting, you know, that, that angle when you're taking a picture of a sunset or something. Maybe you're up a little higher and you get, you know, kind of... The whole landscape. I have in. a hard yeah.
2: time figuring out what I'm looking at though. When I like when you're in an airplane, Jeremy yeah. can pick everything out when we're flying over our house. He can yeah. find our house, and I'm always like, "What? How do you? I, even I can't know? find anything."
1: You know, I get it, and I was like that at first. Angie's like that. Like we were literally flying out of North Carolina, and she spotted the Biltmore from the airplane. I'm I like, have a did, picture of it. Yeah. How did you do that? But um, one more I thing mean, I want to mention. Kind of
0: enormous, so it was kind of hard to yeah it's all mixed
1: in like
2: Disney I can find Disney oh yeah yeah true
1: (laughs) one other thing I want to mention about the photos though you you know you can also do like survey work with drones it's not as glamorous but it's super popular so say you need you know some survey shots of uh, property from straight you know straight up from straight down so you can do so have like a a survey photo or roof inspections you know there's construction type stuff that's popular with drones too radio tower Mm. inspection stuff they used to use cranes for yeah so anyway
0: yeah so I think it would be cool too. Like if you're trying to do landscaping or something of your yard and you wanted to send a picture to a landscaper and be like, here's a picture of our crappy yard. Yeah. What can you do, do we to make it? it beautiful? It's
1: funny you say that because when you have a drone and you're you know, computer nerd or whatever like me, like the electrician's coming out to put a light pole in our yard and I send him aerial shots <laughs> of the house yes. and the yard and everything. So
2: <laughs> Did half the work for him. He's
1: probably like, it's a little, there's a little extra buddy, but thank you.
2: Yeah, I
0: know so what i'm gonna keep like i should have gotten a copy of mindy's questions i should have or just
2: let me ask the next
0: one yeah go ahead like you just got to jump in with me because i'll keep running my mug you know that's what we'll do so So. what
2: type of drone do you fly and is it fpv
1: yes oh my gosh what a nerdy question So I have, I have two woo. different drones. I have, I have two different drones. One I would refer to as more the cinematic drone. So I have a DJI Air 2S. Those of you listening, you don't care about that. But you will, don't
0: know. Somebody might care.
1: It will do up to 5K video, which is super high resolution, beautiful video. Um, I'm also a video editor. So I can do it in, in sort of a professional format. Um, where you come back later and edit it, and get all the colors and light out of it. That one is really for cinematic shots. It would be the one I use for survey stuff. Um, it's the one I would use for really any of the slow stuff or photos that you want from aerial shots. But I also have a DJI Avada. And that one is the an FPV drone, where you have to put goggles on. That's and cool. you're it's looking cool. from, but that's yeah. the one that's, that's more of a high-speed drone. But you can also run inside of a house because you can maneuver through tiny little spaces. Those it's a really fun drone, but very what does specific.
2: FPV stand for?
1: First person view. Just
2: so everybody knows. Yeah, first. I already person knew view. that. So no, I didn't.
1: <laughs> because when you get a drone, and, and look, some of you listening may just want to get a drone. You may not be interested in services from me, but if you you know started flying a drone, almost all drones have a screen that you're holding, whether it's using your phone or the, the really professional high-end models mm-hmm. that have a built-in screen, you're looking at a screen in your hand. And you know, you got to get used to that, and you got to get used to, you know, rec- like Mindy said, Where am I? You're looking at a little screen in your hand. You also have to be able to see the drone with your eyeballs at all times legally. So, yeah, that,
0: that's why he's got a spotter. I'm usually yeah. the spotter. I need to. Well, how do you do that when, when you go in
2: a house? Well,
1: so this is where you have what's called a visual observer or a spotter, as he's calling. So, you're using FPV you have goggles on, you can't see the drone. If it's right. one foot in front is you. So you have to have a partner with you part of your crew that you're, I mean, they're legally part of your crew, uh, when you're doing the job that way. But uh, what I sort of say is, so you know, it's it, the screens in your hand for a regular drone, when you're flying FPV with the goggles on the camera, you're looking out the end of the drone, like through your goggles. And it's a much different experience. It's a much it, 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 like, to me it's much easier it's to like fit
2: a video game yeah it what's the it? um the uh, what is that called
1: uh, virtual reality, virtual reality. reality Yeah, I
2: mean, that's kind of what it's like, yeah, actually. Exactly.
1: It could be. yeah, uh, kind of like that. What was surprising to me about FPV is that it's way easier to have spatial awareness. Because when you're looking at a little screen in your hand, like picture your phone or something, you, you're you like, I think I can make it through that spot. But you can't really tell. When yeah. you're doing FPV and you're looking out the nose of the drone, you're like, I can totally make it through there. And you can. So it's it's weird. You would think it'd be harder, but it's easier.
2: Yeah, I, I was just going to say there's no way I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that would be really hard. And,
0: and well, I've been with you when you've you know, been practicing and like zooming, like going to a park or something that's got a lot of trees and stuff so that he can really like zoom in and out and through like a couple branches. And I'm always like, try to go through that right there. Yeah. And that hole right there in the tree. It's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> and and there's, a, there's a head tracking mode that I haven't shown you yet, Angie. But when you put that on, you can literally have the drone flying. And then when you look this way, like to the right or the left, and this is a visual thing for you, listener, but the drone turns that way, so you're up in the, you know, you're way up there above the trees, and you can Mm -hmm. look around. It's really neat. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. cool. Very fun.
2: I want to fly one.
1: Yeah, you should. Well, you can't. You don't don't have to have a license to fly one of my drones. You just have to have a license. You're going to make money off of it. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Oh, you would love it. It's so fun
2: sounds like
0: it yeah just to okay. go up and just fly around your yard or you know whatever just mm-hmm.
1: you'll be blown away it just you'll be like you, and you get like this when you're flying a drone like oh, i wonder what this looks like from up there but you'll be blown away at just how cool things look that you see every day like your own neighborhood
0: you know what it is when you have the goggles on it's almost like you're like a bird or something you know you're like you're literally up there yeah like, and you
1: have the that with, and it's yeah, that's kind cool. of like
0: it's it's surreal almost you're yeah. like this, this can't really be happening, right? It's
1: super fun, yeah.
0: Next time I do it, I'm going to have you just like fly the thing and I'm going to hold my hands out like this, like a bird.
2: Can, can you <laughs> turn a fan on in Jeez, front of her? Yes. <laughs>
1: Angie's doing the Titanic mover right now.
2: Sorry, having a weird moment. It's okay. So think, what's your favorite part about being a drone pilot, Dan?
1: Well, uh, you know, I guess for me, I like taking photos and videos anyway. I've Mm -hmm. always been that person that's like taking photos and videos and editing them and all that. So to me, that's just another camera, so to speak. Um, So my favorite thing really is just getting really good shots or really cool videos that, you know, it's unique when you show somebody a video or a photo that you took with a drone. A lot of people that aren't into drones at all are like, wow. It's like they get it now. You know, yeah. a lot of my friends are like, yeah, I got no interest or I want to shoot them down or whatever. And then you show them (laughs) like my neighbor, who's not into it at all. I sent him a photo of the sunset over Bear Lake over here. And he's like, oh my God, that's beautiful. You know, I just flew it over right before the sun went down, got a couple of really good shots. So my favorite thing is really the, the creativity and the photographic, uh, videographic, uh, angle. Now, having said that, I still do like survey work or whatever, but my favorite thing is more the creative stuff.
0: So the program that like, do you have a program to use when let's say somebody hired you to come out and do some drone work of uh, a rent, uh, not a rental, like maybe an event rental space they have or something, right? And you're out there to do, you know, indoor, outdoor, up above shots, whatever, whatever you're being creative with. When you come home and edit that, let's say you're putting. What are you putting the um, the material together for? I guess would be my question. Like, is are you doing like a complete commercial? Is it just cleaned up um, cleaned up video that you're giving to them to do something with? Like, what do you do? You know, how do you kind of process it?
1: That's a great question. So I offered...
0: My hands were going
1: like a million yeah, miles. Are. You look like me.
2: Um, <laughs> was She's that. Italian all yeah. of a sudden.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's... Uh, it, I offered two different versions of that. So if you just want the raw footage from the drone, this is what I was kind of alluding to with Mindy's question too. So without getting too technical, I can set the drone to a setting to where it'll do the high res video. And it's all looks like a normal video you might take with a really high end iPhone or a good video Mm -hmm. camera. And I can give it to you like that. The way that I prefer to do it is where I run it in a different mode where the raw footage coming out of the drone doesn't look very good if you don't edit it so you but it gives you more range to where you can bring in more colors more light and you can make it look better than it would have if you just put it in that sort of standard mode but if that's uh, where
0: you could like draw the pinks out yes, in a sunset yep. or whatever color, maybe if somebody's it for a piece of art, exactly, or something like that. exactly. Okay. But,
1: okay. um, so the way I would do those offers is I would do a, uh, you know, you can have the raw footage if you just want it. And then I would also, I can edit it together for you in some sort of a commercial for your website or wherever you, your social media, or I can provide you with photos. It's kind of whatever the client wants. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's, It's also, you know, I like to talk to people that want me to get to do work with them to find out overall what they want to put a package together that makes the most sense for them. If you're into editing, which a lot of people are, you just want the footage. Just give me the footage. I don't want to spend money on you editing it. I can do that too. It's perfect, so.
0: Because even, so if, so let's talk a little bit about um, the licensing because, so let's say a person had a business and they got a drone and they wanted to take picture of their business and then they were gonna use that to put on their um, website and they're gonna make money from, I guess,
2: the pictures that they put up on their website, Yeah, they can't right? do it without they a drone license. That. Okay, yeah. even if if you were taking pictures of a product that you have,
1: if you did it with a drone, you can't use okay. it. Okay. And and here's the thing. Mm. So I know a lot of people that and I look. I'm from because
0: you're making a profit, from but you the can photos. use a camera, but not a not a drone. drone.
1: Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's a it's it's a it's like a, an
0: aircraft. I it's guess an that's aircraft. It's an FAA you know.
1: regulated thing. Um, here's here's the way I look at it. And you know, I'm from a popcam. I'm from you know the the country, so to speak. And we may or may not have in my time built the thing real fast over a weekend without a permit or whatever. But the reason I say you have to have a license for this is because they have really cracked it down on people. And I'm not saying this because I have a license, but this is kind of one of the reasons I got one because there are YouTubers that have gotten fined up to eighty grand for... I mean, you'd have to sell your house just for posting videos that they're making money off of. Um, You know, I wouldn't want to be the one that gets a call from the FAA that says, hey, uh, that's a drone shot you got on your website there. Do you have a license? And then I suppose you could scramble to find a drone pilot that has one that says he took the picture, but, you know, it's just a precarious situation to be Mm -hmm. in, you know. they Also, part of the reason for me, honestly, too, is... A lot of local, uh, I don't want to say law enforcement, but maybe rule enforcement people don't know drone rules, don't fully understand them. And I've run into situations where we're at a park. I've looked up all the airspace. I've looked up all the regulations, flew my drone around carefully, not over people, following all the rules, line of sight, all that. Had a good time, filmed some stuff, left, was going to go back the next day, called them and said, as a courtesy, I didn't see any signs, but do you have a, a specific location you prefer drones to take off and land like Kelly Park, Rock Springs, they have a specific spot they prefer. Well, I've had, you know, the ranger at a local baseball park or whatever say, yeah, you can't fly drones here. That's federal airspace. Unless you're, you had federal law for that. It's not true, but I didn't, I don't want to argue with people. So part of it for me was getting my license because if you show up somewhere with your license around your neck, you're going to get a little less hassle from people that may not know the rules because they're going to assume you do know the rules so
0: and and you look you're official yeah i mean you're official and you've you do like you said you know what the rules are you know how because it it is a little nerve-wracking when he is flying the drone and i'm the person even that has to be like on the ground kind of watching for people yeah you never know when a kid's kid's gonna zip by, or you know, I, you know. So there's a like, little, ah, ah, there's ah. a little bit of anxiety.
1: <laughs> I think I, I, you know, I watch some of the drone pilots on YouTube that are like big names. They all talk about drone anxiety. We all have that a little bit when you're flying I think you should have that because it keeps you from getting lazy or doing something stupid because you know it's that could hurt somebody.
2: Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What happens if it did? Fall out, fall down. Like if the battery died, and it falls on somebody. You have, to, you, have to, you have to. That's where the rules come in. You yeah. have
1: to. Well, it depends on how much damage is done. If someone gets knocked unconscious, then you have to. Not. You no. Know, of course, you're going to have to call nine one one. But you yeah. also have to file a report with the FAA to let them know what happened, and they will reach out to you if they need more information.
2: Do you carry um, insurance?
1: Yes, you have to carry insurance with each and every project. And there's a lot of companies out there that will insure you per project. So you could have insurance entirely or you can insure per gig
0: per gig. Yeah. So that makes sense.
1: So you're covered. But uh, you know, I also have what's called flyaway insurance on the drone. So if I crash it or fly it away, I think it's two times a year, you can replace the drone at minimal cost. That's another fear you have, like, you know, for some reason, I'm going to crash it or I'm going to get some kind of radio interference and the darn thing's never going to come back.
2: Or you go out of your area and it almost drops into the water or...
1: Yeah, well, you know what Something. it does. You know what they do though. These drones, especially the DJI drones, they have what's called RTH, return to home. So they they talk to satellites. They have their own technology where they communicate with the controller. They can go up to six miles from the controller, but you don't want to do that. It's not in line of you sight. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. But if you do get, you know, say you're flying along and for some reason, batch of trees or whatever, it loses connection to the remote. And this is terrifying. I've had it happen a bunch of times. It's common. It is you pre-program it and Chrome. I'm sorry you pre-program in the altitude that it returns to home so it will immediately if it can't talk to the controller anymore it'll go all right I'm going up to this altitude and I'm flying back to where I started and I'm landing and usually you know you'll pick it the contact up That's but it's crazy
0: that like this tiny little thing can have that much technology brain. in yeah. it that it can figure that stuff out
1: but I, I never the first time that happened you know you spend a thousand dollars or more on a drone and the screen goes black and it says lost contact <laughs> and you're like oh my god <laughs> And then a couple of minutes later it's back, you know, it's heading back, but it's still terrifying. That's, and here's a pro tip. It does. Here's a pro tip. You might say, why not just program in the maximum height, which is 400 feet. That's as high as you can legally fly a drone. So why not just program that in for your return to home? Well, the pro tip you may not say you're flying in a tunnel, and the thing loses, it's, you know, you don't want it to just fly up into trees and everything else. So you really want to set that altitude for every project that you're working on so you don't tank your drone.
0: So that's one of the things, though, that being a licensed drone pilot brings you, rules like that, knowing yeah. that you can only go 400 feet up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us a little, you know, I kind of love that they are, you know, if you do want to, you know, make a business out of a, you know, owning these you know very um which could be dangerous de- you know electronic devices yeah I guess sure that's what I can call it right yep. um that they are making you be licensed now. Tell us how easy the test was to take it for this drone. <laughs> Is that one of your question? Yeah, sim-
2: yeah, kind of. It mm-hmm. takes
1: five minutes. I mean, yeah, y- you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah
2: it right. Took five minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> the test maybe.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> no, the test to take five minutes neither.
1: It was pretty extensive. You know, I haven't taken a test in a long time, but I had to study for quite a while. And because it's a federal license that you get. I was honestly a little surprised at just how intense the testing process is. So, you know, you have to learn all the stuff and there's a couple of courses online that are really good, but you know, it's 30 hours of video training that you have to watch and then learn. But when you go to take your test at one of the facilities they send you to, like I wore a baseball cap in there. They took my hat. You have to empty your pockets in front of them. They put all that in a locker. Then they give you, you can't wear a smartwatch. You can't have your phone, of course. There's
0: no cheating. And, now, and
1: then they, they give you the airman book. And I forget the name of it. I should know that. Um, but they give you the airman book. They give you some blank sheets of paper. They give you a like a protractor and a couple of pencils. I forget what the tool is called that they give you. And then they give you a calculator, but it's not like a scientific one. It's like basic the, the regular math. regular one. Mine didn't work. And once you get in there, you know, you can't come back out. But it wouldn't come on. So I had oh, to do at all least of you it. you had paper. Yeah, I had to do all of <laughs> oh it manually. Oh, my gosh. You get, um,
2: That's why it took so long. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> want to say they give you two
1: hours to do the test. It might be three. I think it's two hours to do the test. But in all honesty, if it's taken you two hours, you really screwed up and you're panicking. Yeah. Um, it took me a half an hour to do it. And I overstudied. So yeah. um, But it's very intense. A lot of stuff you got to learn that, like I said, a lot of it is pilot-related stuff. And you may say, well, why the heck do I need to know how to, that, to understand, like, Whenever there is a, uh, announcement made or whenever a airplane says they're, they're chatter and they're sort of announcing, uh, in the same language that they use, there's almost a language they use in, uh, in the air. You have to be able to tell based on what that, that pilot said, where is the airport in relation to the landing strip based on what he just said. So it's kind of intense stuff. Um, so it was, it was uh, you know, it was intense. Yeah. It was, I thought for sure I so was going to struggle. So next is
0: flying airplanes, right? Ooh. No, I don't think so. No. I don't no. think so. I uh, love no. that idea, but I don't think uh, uh, No, I'm too afraid to get those little ones, little puddle jumpers. Puddle, puddle jumpers. jumpers.
2: puddle, <laughs> puddle jumper. I think it would be neat. <laughs> Jeremy, we've talked about Jeremy doing it before, but
0: so you know we we here on the it's all fine and Down show we focus a lot on small businesses, right? That is yeah. our that's our niche. That's what we do. Uh, how are how can you apply this? How could a small business really use drone work? Like, can they? Like, Absolutely. What happens if they have products? What happens if it's a brick and mortar place? Like, how could you incorporate? drone work into a small business to make their product or their place you know more, more appealing more appealing that's a
1: great question and i think i was gonna say
0: desirable but appealing sounds better
1: well i had the opportunity desirable i've had a little bit of opportunity to do this already with some like the whimsy market so you know that's a that's a sort of a farmer's well, that's a market
2: thing to yeah go do mm. and
1: you might say well hold on up in the air you're just going to see the tops of tents so you have to use the creative stuff too and i've done like these rotating angled shots where you can see down into the different um uh, the different vendors tents Boots. but you yeah the booths but you can also see like the background and oh there's a lake over there and uh, kind of gives you an idea of how great the location is for what they're doing also with the indoor drone the fpv drone you know you could do that with anything we're talking to a friend of ours who owns a local restaurant about that about starting outside and just having him open the door and fly in and fly through the kitchen and then fly out through the dining room and because drone footage they it's funny there's a mode in some of the other drones that I don't they don't call it this anymore but they used to call it tripod mode because drone footage even if it's 5 feet off the ground is buttery smooth. You can't get this good of footage walking through something with a camera unless you had a gimbal or some professional rig. You can see the bounce from walking, but it's amazing. The first time I did like just regular slow footage through our house, it's it's beautiful footage. So, it, there's something about it that's appealing that uh
0: that was me. That Sorry. Was, that,
1: Oh, there, that's a, Uh-oh. that's a podcast faux pas. That's a
0: no-no, and that's a no-no.
2: I've, I've seen um, a couple of my realtor friends have had drone work come when they are showing a house yeah. for sale, and I love it. Like, they open the door, yeah. and the drone comes in and just flies around the house. It's amazing. It is
1: to me, too, and especially if it does, like, a swoop around the first floor or whatever, and then the ones I love then come back to, like, the stairs, but they're not on the stairs. And if you don't know about drones, you're like, how did they do this? Because it's, like maybe on the other side of the railing. So it's going up to the second floor and then they'll go through the bedrooms and then some of them go like out an open window in the back and down to the backyard. It's really, really neat.
2: Yeah, I like it. I think that's any realtor people that are listening.
1: It's next level, man. I mean, it's like, it brings you to the next level because people, they get to see everything. And then it's also like, how did they do that? You know, it's pretty amazing.
0: So if you are going to do, what would be your twist or how would you... Um, use drone work to maybe do something creative with somebody's product that they have to sell well, like it- what happens if they if they do, events, for example, like how, how could you incorporate that to kind of appeal to smaller businesses? I
1: think it would depend on the product and the size of the product, you know? Mm, So if you're selling earrings, I don't know that I can do a a nice drone shot for you, except your entire booth. Because it would
0: blow the earrings all over. Well, not
1: just that, but it's a tiny little thing, right? So, mm -hmm. but I mean, some of the things that you can do with my drone and some of the drones that are out now is, you know, I could start where I, I could... It, without telling you exactly how I do the whole thing because it might bore you, the footage could end up being like a close-up of you that looks like it's done with a regular camera, and you're holding your product, and then it circles around as it's zooming away until it's way up in the air above you. Uh, you know, and it's a real cinematic shot. It's uh, yeah, it really draws people in. Something a little in. different, yeah. And the way I, I'll give you a little little tip on how I do that, I would start close to you. This is how I did some of the stuff for like the the clip I did of the crafted scent bar. So. For safety reasons, I would start within a couple feet of you, right, mm-hmm. and back away, and have it circle around and back away, and then run the footage backwards, so it mm-hmm. looks like it's coming in close oh, and it comes really right smart. up to your footage. Yeah, I and mean, right up to instead your. Instead of
0: flying around people and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, because that's really dangerous.
1: And that my drones will track things too. So, or, uh, one of them. Oh yeah, rather. that one,
0: That is a really cool feature that the drones do.
1: Yeah. Actually. So, so I could lock it on to you, and not just for the shot. So there's, there's a like point of interest shot where I could lock it on to the product or the person and then I can fly it around and it will stay locked on to whatever I started it on. There's also these, these sort of cinematic um, shots that I can do where I lock it on and then I have it do like a big figure eight in the air, but the whole time it's keeping the camera pointed at you or oh, at the product. Cool. So it's, mm-hmm. or I it see shoots, one of those. shoots straight up in the air and then comes back down. It's really neat. It's really, really neat. Yeah.
0: It's crazy the things that they, they can do. It is. Actually. I mean, I
1: mean the the year 2S I have, you could literally get, you know, you have to make sure you're safe and you're following all the mm-hmm. rules, but we could get on our bikes and I could have it follow us and it'll go follow you through the woods and it'll go around trees and it will anticipate if it lost you for a second and lock back on and follow. You can put it in front of you, facing you, and it will back away from you and avoid stuff and get a shot where you're like heading towards it the whole time. It's really neat. Oh my gosh,
0: now it records, so you could also like talk to it, Azure?
1: No, there's no no audio in a drone.
0: Oh, there's no Mm. audio. So so
1: the trick is- Is that
0: coming or?
1: There's no real value in it because the drones are noisy. So, um that's uh, true. True. Mine aren't true. super noisy cuz they're, you know, they got the smaller It sounds fans. like
0: some bees are like, yeah. you know, buzzing around or something.
1: But that's another trick about the editing. So if you watch some of the footage I did of like sideways farm that I did for a, a a farm, a local farm in North Carolina, the drone flies over the barn and then when it flies down over the fields and it flies over the animals, you can hear the animals and you can hear Bees flying around, and all, and all of that is added later. I put all that. Uh, in. I'm like,
2: yeah How, I, how can you, you hear that? I don't understand, understand. audio. <laughs> but, but you would never know
1: when you watch it. You're like, that uh-huh. was amazing. But it's all I had the wind. I add. I'll pipe in the sound. If you, if I passed a sheep, then you'll hear the sheep. And it's just that's the trick of the editing where it's it's all done. It's funny because Angie, of course, has you know followed me through this journey, and now we'll be watching a movie, and Angie will go, "It's a drone shot." It's a drone shot because <laughs> <laughs> they use them all the time now in movies instead of helicopters.
2: They do, they do. Did I you mean, it makes sense. It's yeah. smaller.
1: Yeah, but but you know, Cheaper but but again, they've piped the helicopter. sound in. They've yeah. piped all the sound in. You hear when it's flying past stuff. That's all oh, added yeah. in post. It's fake. Yeah.
0: When you hear birds and stuff on movies, I I actually learned this on some show we were watching. You know, when you hear an eagle and it does like,
2: <laughs> it's whatever. a hawk
0: eagles make like a weird sound hawks have like that nice bird sound and that is what you hear on an eagle and it's not the sound they make at all yeah well so I was like what
2: so disappointing well for that
1: matter the videos that we have made of ourselves kayaking and stuff yeah. so that's all real video and real audio from our gopros and all that stuff but in a lot of them just goofing around learning how to do this i've added in sounds water like water
0: splashes water
1: splashes or yeah. a hawk flying over because you see the hawk and there's no audio so i've piped in it so it makes it like it, you,
0: it makes it more interesting to watch too yeah. instead of just dead silence yeah. you know or
1: terrible audio you know a lot of yeah. uh, action camera or underwater there it's terrible audio so piping that's a little trick of the trade where they they add all this awesome audio yeah. and it you don't realize when you're watching it but it makes it so much more Interesting.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I will say that I've watched you do video editing at the house. Yes. And a lot of people probably think, oh, it's like goes real, you know, it's easy for no, him. No, it takes forever. It takes forever. I'm like, are you done yet? Gosh. So this is something that it, it also takes a a techie person, I think, but also somebody who is has a creative eye because I can't just sit down. I mean, I can sit down and plop some pictures in an already generated program that will just throw your pictures in and you put some music and it, just and it does looks it.
2: perfect doesn't it yeah but and you love he it. not sedan he's no, like no uh. because
0: he's <laughs> meticulous with the photos he has to color correct it oh there's a little oh what was that thing flying right there why is that in there and then he photoshops this thing out and and it's a very you know
1: It's tedious. OCD. (laughs) It's fun to me, though, but it is tedious. But you do like it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I've done video editing work that's not even drone-related for people where they have a bunch of footage from a vacation or something, and they give it to me, and I edit it. But what I love uh, is—and I just did some for a mutual friend of ours for his trip to Alaska and then another trip to Hawaii— but I mean, there are thousands. Uh, the dog wants out. Sorry, we've we've let McKenzie loose again on this episode. Um, but the there are thousands of is loose. There's thousands of edits. So if you look at it, it's sliced up so many times because that's what it takes to. I usually try to time it with the music, and you know, you the days of having like an old slide deck. And this is where I'm really going to date myself. Do you remember that, Mindy, where people would have like slides? Slide,
2: yes, I do. So, mainly like, at school, though. I yeah, don't remember okay. having it at home.
1: So, so the slides of my vacation, you know, it was a little slide projector, and it would go from picture to picture. That those days are gone now, oh, yeah. and now it's like, oh, I want to show you. And what I've learned is, if it's edited down to be much shorter, and you got some music to it, you know, you got the video clips in there, you got the photos in there. No one wants to watch your forty-five minute vacation video. Trust me, you do. But if you want to do, if you want it for other people, you want it five to ten minutes, absolute max. And I say ten minutes if you were on vacation for two weeks, so yeah. it's got to be trimmed down.
2: Um, how do you handle uh, bad weather? Have you ever had a job where you had an appointment to go and and then it's raining or windy or you are already there and then this crazy wind kicks in. That's a
1: great question. So yeah, first of all, you want to check all the weather reports before you go. You want to check the official weather reports, but you also I, you know, I use a bunch of different tools. One of my favorites and you have to pay for it annually is called UAV Forecast, but it will tell you not only the weather, but the speed of the wind and it will basically tell you if it's safe to fly your drone or not. So you can't, you know, say you're doing a wedding, that's another great example of where drones are used. That's very tricky to predict ahead of time. You don't wanna say the day before, hey, it's gonna rain, so I can't you wanna wait. I mean you might you might warn the client that you may have to change it because of that, but you 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 know, you really aren't gonna cancel until the very last minute. So in those cases you have to keep your eye on the weather. There are unexpected weather things that happen though. And that's one of the things that is a big focus of the test is learning about the different kinds of clouds and how to see, you know, that cloud looks like a lenticular cloud or whatever it is that I got to stay away from because it's terrible turbulence in that area or whatever it is. Um, So yeah, that's super good question. Super important to stay away from bad weather because drones cannot fly in bad weather. So I guess
0: that was, that would be something you just have to communicate with your clients that look. If it's beautiful weather, you know, it's great. We can fly. Yeah. But if you're getting married on this day and then it's a torrential
2: downpour, you can still what? get married. You can still get but.
0: married, yeah. but you're getting no drone footage. That needs to just probably be part of a contract or something that and the, they kind of know ahead of time. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: depending on your drone, as far as the speed of the wind, it's still relatively, you know, proportionate to the drone you have. And they're all rated different depending on the size or whatever of the drone. So if you have a. Ten thousand dollar drone that weighs as much as a Volkswagen. Then you don't care if it's twenty. There are an drones hour. that big. Oh yeah, we have them with a the company I work for but, in my day but job. But why
2: do they
0: need them that big? That's like when, what does it do? So that
1: one does like lidar and uh, what's, LIDAR? Uh, what's lidar? Lidar is uh, <laughs> it's like radar basically okay it does uh heat detection so i mean it's used for surveying buildings professionally for for engineering
0: roofing or something like that
1: yeah for for all kinds of stuff um the lidar this is a whole different conversation but lidar basically you can you can build what's called a point cloud from lidar where it builds like a 3d model of the space that it's been through by spraying this. Dots everywhere in every direction, and yeah. it builds sort of a 3D model out of it.
2: When you say spraying dots, are they like laser?
1: It's, yeah. Li- it, it, well, it's. Is it's, it
2: real dots?
1: <laughs> no, it's not real dots. It's light. It's, I mean, it's like
0: eight dots? Or what kind paint? of dots? I don't know. Like- it's
1: lasers. I did want to mention before we wrap up that uh there is actually. So, Mindy, you said, Oh, I want to fly a drone. It's somewhat new, but there is an actual sort of. um It's not like a license, but there's a little test you technically, legally have to take online to fly a drone. It takes two minutes. It's called the trust exam, but it asks you some basics, mostly common sense stuff. But that's a thing now you're supposed to do and take, even if you're going to fly recreationally.
0: Supposed to. I like that you put that information out there, though. Yeah,
1: for sure. I
2: only want to fly the um, first person. The FPV. Oh, yeah. You should. You come over sometime.
1: You'll love it. It
2: sounds fun. I do have one more question. So you were talking earlier about people that get annoyed by drones? Have you had to deal with any haters when you're Drone out? haters. Drone haters.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I have been lucky enough to not really have anyone approach me about it. But, you know, I know the protocol and I know that, you know, you're supposed to say, excuse me, sir, or ma'am, you need to let me land my drone first. I'm in the middle of a flight. It's like arguing with someone flying an airplane. I'm in the middle of a flight. Let me land the aircraft safely and then I'll be happy to talk to you. So I haven't had to deal with anyone yet, but I'm ready. I'm definitely ready.
0: We've definitely dealt with the people that are like, oh, you can't fly any drones here. And we've already done all the research. He's checked all his apps. He's covered on his end. Yeah.
1: They all have an accent like that, too.
0: Did I have an accent? Oh,
1: you you were Miss (laughs) Doubtfire again. (laughs) It (laughs)
0: was Miss Doubtfire anyway they because they're really bringing their own opinion into it when and they're you're, telling you you can't fly a drone they don't know the rules around it they're just yeah. bringing what their own they don't like them so you're not going to fly them and, in their and, area
2: and can their I, area is it like their like a workplace or yeah their like a park or park? something that oh,
0: okay. like there are definitely state parks and stuff that you can't fly it in but there are some that you can yeah and you know it is not posted anywhere you go on their website you know it's it's fine to fly but the workers there they're not educated on it they just don't like them so they don't want you flying them in and i would say that this where they work, that's you know? true
1: that's very true and i would say this though be courteous if you're flying yeah. for recreation or professionally just be courteous because even me I love drones but I don't want the thing all around and on top of me and everything else while I'm out picnicking with my family so I always try to stay away from people unless they're involved in it and even then don't get over top of them because that's illegal and can cause problems and stuff and too so, yeah. so you just want to be courteous um and I get it you know i I'm Again, I've had people say, oh, I'll shoot it down and all that. And that's a federal offense, by the way. It's the same thing as shooting at an airplane. That's when the mm-hmm. FBI gets involved. You don't want to FBI shoot a drone coming down. they come into
0: your house. You shoot a drone down. You people but better stop it. <laughs> there is a new thing
1: coming called remote ID that's going to be legally required for all drones. And the cool thing about it, there's, this is kind of a debate in the drone community. I know that half of you out there that fly drones hate this. I personally love it because what remote ID will do is the drone will broadcast who I am and where I am currently located when I'm flying the drone so if you do feel uncomfortable you can go you can get in your you car and go it. go yeah. talk to the drone pilot you can tell right where he is so people that are well, using I, drones i, I think that'll
2: scare away the people that are using drones for the wrong Inappropriately, me too That's right. Me too. and yeah. i
1: don't want to sound naive but when i first heard people say i don't want to spy on me i'm like who's going to buy a two thousand dollar drone and spy on you and oh i people, guess a lot of I people bet do people do it oh, all they the do. time they but do.
0: my favorite has been oh people are taking pictures of little kids i'm like you're getting no quality out of those pictures that you're taking. <laughs> yeah. Your child looks this big in the but, picture. That's not what they're doing. But if it, you okay but, you they know. might be like being weird or something, yeah. I guess. But like you you can't really see people you know what I mean I mean you could you can like, get
1: close enough to see but but, but you but I they mean, would
0: know the drone is there that's right, the thing
1: right but I also think they're you not know, like
0: peeping outside your window right, and right. like ooh they us go out of there
2: it's just not happening
1: I've read stories of people with drones there's, in their backyard there's always weirdos ruining are, it for everybody there really yeah, is and, and it does and it comes down to that and that's where I was a little naive about it at first but yes there are in fact people that will buy drones to go spy on people so I love this remote ID thing because it cures that Hopefully, or at least cuts way down on it. But then also, I feel like, approach me. If I'm flying my drone and you're not comfortable for some reason, as long as you let me land it safely before we have a conversation about it, it's okay. Let's talk about it. Because the people that I have talked to, and sort of an answer to your question, Mindy, like even my neighbor who hates them, as soon as he found out it was me, He's like, oh, okay, cool. I know it's you now. You know what I mean? I feel like once you have a little bit of a conversation, they know I'm doing a professional job here, or I'm trying to get that sunset or that tree over there or whatever, then there's a lot less, you know, and I might even say, hey, do you want me guys to get a, do you want me to get a shot of you guys doing your picnic here? And I'll give you a copy of the clip. You know, it's, and it's neat. I mean, all the people I've ever given a drone clip to, they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I probably sold drones doing just that. doing that Probably. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. so
0: so where do you you know this is kind of like a little side gig for you you yep. know but one like, of many <laughs> one of the many but where do you kind of you know foresee or hope that this business goes in the future
1: i honestly would love to have uh you know have a lot more regular projects from this i'd love to be doing this as a uh you know, right now it is like a lot of people doing their side gigs or even like the markets we talked about where people are doing those at, in between their real job. And that's kind of what I'm doing between my regular job. I would love to get to the point to where I'm doing, you know, three or four drone gigs a week. Uh, we can work mostly probably, but I can yeah. work with your schedule. And uh, I mean, that would be the dream for me, for sure.
2: Can you talk about your fees or is that something that is based off of the individual
1: Fly. It is generally based off the individual fly. If I just give you rates, sometimes it looks like the rates are crazy expensive. For instance, if I were gonna do three hours of photography and videography, I would charge 199 bucks. If I were gonna do three hours of video production and editing, I would charge 250 bucks. So you might go, Wow, that's crazy. That's a lot. But if you tell me what you're trying to do, and this is the same way I used to do when I was doing uh smartfox computers with computer repair. If you go by the hourly rate, it's kind of, it's, it's, I have to have those rates in place to protect myself. But mm-hmm. if you tell me what you're trying to do, I'll sit down with you. We can work out a package for what you're doing and make it reasonable for your budget and, and for still, you as
0: well. Still because, a good product. And
1: yeah. yeah, you know, but I, but I, I've gotten efficient enough with this where I will go out, I'll fly all the shots that need to be flown. I'm not going to charge you if I have to take 10 shots. 10 runs of this shot because I want the perfect one. I'm not going to charge you because I was out there that long. So I will yeah. definitely work with you. You can find out more. By going to the link in the show notes, but uh, you could also hey, go to. Hey,
0: hey, buddy, hey, <laughs> hey! Calm you down. are not a host. You are not the <laughs> co-host of this show today. Yes. Okay, so you're not allowed to say that.
1: But you can also go to flyingfoxshots.com and uh, be and careful because uh, I will tell you, autocorrect has changed that a couple times for me <laughs> to flyingfoxshits.com. I don't know what that is.
2: <laughs> and I don't think you want to know be what that flying fox shits. Yes. Oh is that what you said? Flyingfoxshits.com I thought, com, I thought yeah. you said flying fuck shits. No not that. <laughs> you might have to edit that That's out. probably no, another that's probably a nope. thing
1: you really don't want to go to. No, or maybe please. you do. I'm not judging. <laughs> yes. Flying
2: fuck shits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> please be careful when you are typing in flying fox shots. Get it?
1: No but It's you, a
0: drone it's flying. Last name fox shots. Taking pictures. Got it.
1: <laughs> but you can email me as well at danfox at flyingfoxshots.com if you have questions or you want to meet or whatever. Or you can give me a call at 407 490 3899. Wait, you might say that's the same phone number as the podcast. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: <laughs> that is the business number. Well, that was very
2: interesting. It really was. I didn't fall asleep at all.
0: Not one time. Yeah, not I one did time. a little bit with the li- did, li- yeah. lidar thing when you started going a little bit in depth with that, but that's that's okay. All it right. was like one second, and it didn't even have anything to do with drones. So Mindy brought some great questions because she thanks Joe. Oh, is that is that who uh, yep. you're giving the shout out to? <laughs> All right, but yeah, guys, definitely check out Flying Fox Shots. Um, there's some great photos that are already up on the website there, and if you wants some photography done for a different point of view, this is the place to go.
1: I like Ooh, that. Nicely done. Like that. A different do. point like of view. That. You stumbled, but I liked it.
0: I stumbled <laughs> a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> guys, thank you so much. And we just, we really appreciate all the support that we get here on the show. We love when we get our co- our guest co-host to come on that yeah. oh, local small that businesses right here in the area. And hey guys, Listen. If you like the show, please give us a five star and give us a review on the Apple, uh, Apple, go ahead. Apple, what? The Apple podcast or whatever.
1: I'm just going to interrupt here for a minute to say, I told her not to do this at the end and she insisted and here we are.
0: And here we are. (laughs) Anyway, on the Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks guys. And make sure to uh, follow us on all our social media, Fine and Dangy. And guys... Remember at the end of each and every day,
2: it's all
0: fine and dandy. Or Minji, Or Minji. It's all fine and Mingy. <laughs> Mangy. No, the man. Mangy. That's terrible.
2: That's terrible.